So welcome to the first morning of the Satipatthana study and practice retreat. Just so you know, um, these recordings are going to go up on uh, up online for you to access later. And so um, the times that I'm talking will be available um, publicly on a website called Dharma Seed. And whenever we do uh, questions and answers, um, that part will be private only for the people who are here in this room. So just keep that in mind. So finally, your meditation posture. I'm going to read the opening part of the sutta just to give us our first uh, sense of the language and the structure of this particular discourse by the Buddha. Thus have I heard, on one occasion the Blessed One was living in the Kuru country at a town of the Kurus called Kamasadama. There he addressed the monks thus, Monks, Venerable Sir, they replied. The Blessed One said, Monks, this is the direct path for the purification of beings, for the surmounting of sorrow and lamentation, for the disappearance of dukkha and discontent, for the acquiring of the true method, for the realization of Nibbana, namely the four Satipatthanas. What are the four? Here, monks, in regard to the body, a monk abides contemplating the body, diligent, clearly knowing, and mindful, free from desires and discontent in regard to the world. In regard to feelings, he abides contemplating feelings, diligent, clearly knowing, mindful, free from desires and discontent in regards to the world. In regard to the mind, he abides contemplating the mind, clearly, diligent, and mindful. He abides contemplating the body, free from desire and discontent in regard to the world. In regard to the dhammas, he abides contemplating dhammas, diligent, clearly knowing, and mindful, free from desires and discontent in regards to the world. And how, monk, and how monks does he regard to the body, abiding, contemplating the body? Here, gone to the forest, or to the root of a tree, or to an empty hut, he sits down, having folded his legs crosswise, set his body erect, and established mindfulness in front of him. Mindful he breathes in, mindful he breathes out. So with just that much, we get a sense that what we're about to practice and study, the Buddha defined as the direct path directly to practice and put into motion for the overcoming of our sorrow and discontent, the awakening to our full potential, 
this practice of the four foundations of mindfulness. And begins by sitting with a posture held erect. And then mindfully breathing in and mindfully breathing out. So finding a posture that is relaxed, inviting your body to be at ease, and inviting it into a relaxed, natural stillness. And also to help it be upright for that, many of us need to slightly lift our chest ever so slightly, invite our shoulders to come back a bit, and our chest up a bit. Nothing that brings strain, but something that invites us to have this balance of relaxation is still taking a posture that's dignified, that's noble, That's awake, not slumped over, not a setup for shallow breathing or dozing off to sleep. Finding that balance. That's establishing the physical posture And we begin to invite the qualities of heart and mind that are so helpful in establishing mindfulness. Inviting the heart and the mind to be relaxed, to be at ease. To put aside any sense of responsibility or being overly tied up with worries and concerns. Inviting the mind to be simple, easily contented with these simple experiences. putting down your burdens like you put down heavy luggage or an arm full of groceries. And let the table or the ground hold them so that you can feel relief. Sometimes taking a few deep breaths at the very beginning of a sitting practice helps us let go on another level.
helps us let go of any unconscious holding in the body or holding in the mind. Feeling that releasing process as we exhale. An analogy for this first part of mindfulness meditation might be like being in a boat on a gently flowing river. And yet you're used to rowing, so you still have your hands on the oars. And then you realize the river can carry you So you let go of the oars, tuck the oars inside the boat, and enjoy the floating process. Our bodies are like the boat, and time is like the river. We can just rest in the body and flow through time in a relaxed way. floating in a relaxed way is part of right attitude. Right approach in mindfulness meditation, a basis in ease, a basis in relaxation. In the body, in the heart, in the mind, And now wherever you feel old patterns arise that cause tension, holding, or the mind is caught up in doing again, 
you have a direction to head, which is releasing the oars of the boat. Allowing the boat to carry you, allowing the river to carry you, This is one part of mindfulness meditation. The second part is to sit up slightly so that you can be intimate with the experiences as you flow through them or as they flow through you. From this basis of ease and relaxation, resting in the body, flowing through time, you can invite more clarity and more intimacy with the experiences you're having. So you might start with sound and see if you can rest, be at ease, be content, and also take the light awaken some curiosity to the hearing process. Exploring the relative sense of quiet with all these little sounds passing through. In the same way we address, we attend these sounds, you can also begin attending the breath, the actual sensations of breathing. One part of the invitation is to relax, cultivate contentment and ease 
The other is to sit up a little, wake up a little, and with some care and diligence, see if you can become directly intimate with your breathing sensations. From a relaxed mind, can you still track the sensations that arise through one breath at a time? Finding a balance between too much energy or effort that would become forceful and too little where you're just adrift. Inviting yourself to be fully intimate with what it feels like inside your body as you breathe. Remember the analogy is you're floating on a boat and then appreciating the ride. You're floating within this body and then appreciating the ride. And specifically seeing if you can appreciate the experience of breathing. If even for a few moments at a time you can be content, aware, relaxed into one breath, and then see 
for how many breaths in a row you can maintain that sense of intimacy, curiosity, relaxation as a blend in how you feel your body sensations that arise when you breathe. If at any point you feel pain in your body and it becomes a battle, or if you find yourself sleepy, it's always okay to come to standing and to do five or 10 minutes in the standing posture to alleviate some of the pain or to help wake you up if you're sleepy. So gently, quietly, giving some relief to your body or waking up your mind by coming into standing is very skillful. And then staying there for as long as that's necessary and possibly sitting again.
Every now and then, checking back in with your attitude and seeing if it has remained relaxed, easily contented with simple experiences. If you have some light curiosity and intimacy in your mind as you breathe in and breathe out, Or if there's been some drift in the heart and the mind into distraction or dullness, fatigue, resistance, we always first want to acknowledge what's true and then see if we can invite something that's more skillful. Acknowledge if there's tension and then invite relaxation. Acknowledge if there's dullness and then invite more curiosity. Acknowledge if there's distraction and then invite more steady intimacy with what you feel inside your body as you breathe. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.